0: Retroshock listeners, assemble! Oh dear. Welcome everybody to episode 102 of Operation Retroshock. I am one of your hosts, Alan Price, and alongside me for this absolutely delightful, spoiler-filled Avengers Infinity War review is... Hi, I'm Chris Mint.
1: and another little uh, fun fact is that we went to the last one... Everybody's dead! Quite literally nearly Yes apart from us Um, Six years ago today Alan Price wrote on Facebook Avengers tickets booked For Saturday night Going to be so good No spoilers please Did you book them ahead For this one or No you did that Okay well that was Booked six years ago Wow So it was six years ago That we saw the, the very first Avengers that would have
0: been then Oh, it's so nice to be able to spill our guts now of spoilers, eh? Yes, it is. It is. Uh, I need to actually keep... So if you did seriously click on this episode, um, and you just just heard what I just Uh said there, sorry, not sorry. It's a film that you can't really say, at the end everybody dies, because it's kind of true. You were warned, we clearly did post in big capital letters as well, Spoiler free in our last review, mm-hmm. and there will be capital letters in the description spoiler of this one. Talk. Spoilers. Yeah. So, we'll just reiterate, I think, a wee bit of what we said in our uh, spoiler free talk.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Wow. Yes. It's one of those films that you came out of, and
1: because of what happened, you know, like you kind of got mixed feelings about it. Yeah. But the journey from beginning to end was very fulfilling. It was uh, such a journey. You know, and that's the thing, is that you've got this big, mad titan that you see who has moments
0: of weakness, yeah. emotionally, that I you think, don't expect I think, that's, I think we kind of hinted at that in the spoiler-free review, but we can just kind of come out and say now, really, this movie probably shouldn't be called Avengers Infinity War. It should be called Thanos. Yeah, but very much like with the...
1: He, um, he's the
0: boy, like yeah, but very
1: much like Captain America: Civil War should have been called Avengers. Yes, Civil two, two War two point five. Yeah, so that
0: should have been called that. So it should have been yeah. But this movie, and I think this was the first thing I said to Chris as the credits hit, was, boy, that was actually quite refreshing. Yeah, because that movie ends, and the bad guy has, saw his plan succeed. Yeah, with great cost. You know, his Black Order is done, dead. Yeah. But he's got all of the stones and he clicked his fingers and half the universe, as he desired, is wiped out. Mm Mm-hmm. And he's watching the sunset. As he wanted to. Um, But yeah, we kind of gushed quite a bit in our spoiler-free review about Thanos, about how strong a villain he is. And it is that thing because you just learn so much about him. Yeah, in this movie, his th- motivations, his history, everything. But like you say, like you said, was the bad guys
1: don't don't think that they're doing bad. You know, like he thinks that whenever they're talking about his, whenever he's talking about, um, about his to Doctor Strange about his planet, and then he it's like genocide. He went like yes, but it was worth it. You know, like and then whenever he says to Gamora about killing half her half the her population planet. there. Well, meant that there was more food for what people was there. So, Aye, not a not a child. Now so he goes hungry. Yeah, so he's almost like a villain, but a villain with motives that are like
0: like most villains, they believe their motives are pure. And but him, e- but him, even more so than any other villain, really in the MCU. You know, because there's plenty of villains. It's villains have <sighs> been probably the Marvel Cinematic Universe's key downfall nearly, yeah. in, in it at all because a lot of them are. I love Ant-Man. Mm-hmm. The Ant-Man movie, but the villain in that is pure twirl mustache, twirl mustache. moha, yeah. I'm a big businessman. I want the money. Very yeah, much yeah like a
1: carbon copy of them, like an Iron Man. There's yeah. There's a guy who wants the money, wants everything. Like, as much
0: as I love the original Iron Man, it yeah. is that, oh, I'm a clone of you, basically, with yeah. your suit. Yeah. And I'm now an evil business guy, sort of thing. Um, Probably that's a, a good exact comparison, because... Um, Jeff Bridges Iron Munger was very friendly with Tony Stark when he was growing up turns on him um, is it something Cross in Ant-Man is his name the character's name at least and he again he was the protege of is Hank Pym Sebastian
1: Pim. or something no I don't think
0: it's Sebastian like Darren or something oh, yeah, yeah. or David Cross or something um, but he was the protege of Hank Pym mm. then didn't get his way and he became what he became so they're all kind of very one trick ponies in their villain ship, it's kind of like, you know, haha, you know, I'm evil now. Look, oh, I shrunk a guy and wiped him up with a tissue, <laughs> that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, whereas Thanos, you get the full lowdown on him. He feels that by wiping out half of the universe, the universe will be better for. Who it. is cutting the grass at this time of the night? Do they not understand we're recording? <laughs> but he feels that by wiping out half the universe, it'll be a better place. People won't have to worry about food, you know, poverty, yeah. all these sort of things. And as you kind of mentioned, he explains that with Gamora's planet, that mm-hmm. not, a, not a child that is born now on her home planet is hungry. Yeah. Even though it was genocide. Um, and there's a whole discussion between him and Gamora at, at a point in the movie where it Genuinely has that feel of a father talking to a daughter. Mm-hmm. And he just... There's no point when you see him talking do you see this kind of villain facade on his face. You know, ha ha ha, I know what I'm doing is evil. Yeah. It's he just 100% buys in. Yeah, he just wants to complete what he has set out to
1: do Like because he says that he's, he's put it on the... He's... I can't remember the exact phrase, but I was like, "His purpose wasn't fulfilled before,
0: and he has to do it this time." Yes, we can talk about that when we get to that specific part of the movie. We'll kind of just slowly but surely work our way through the movie yep. and give our thoughts and opinions and feelings. Okay, as we go. Yeah. So lead us away. We start off
1: on Thor's ship. Obviously, it's been decimated. Thanos is there with all his cronies, and um. We see Loki, and obviously Loki's talking to Thanos, and Loki uh, and others, the phrase that was said to him, we have Hulk, six yeah. years ago. So then we see Hulk, who then starts beating the crap out of Thanos, and I'm like, yay! And then, and Thanos, then the Black Order's like, let Thanos have his fun. Yeah, and then Thanos starts beating the,
0: the tar out of him. That was, fr- like, after Hulk got his first initial few licks in, Yeah, I was waiting to see you kind of just going, oh dear, because Hulk got a bit of a whooping. Yeah. and again that plays into the movie yes it
1: does Yeah, which we'll talk about once we get to
0: the Banner Moments, part yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, but obviously on this the big key factors that we've got from this is Heimdall the guy who,
0: who Bifrost and Loki are both dead um, and it's what I said in the spoiler free review they come out swinging yeah. letting you know that Thanos is not to be trifled with No. that he will in a heartbeat take you out if necessary, if necessary, and, you know, if you'd have came out of this opening sequence with Heimdall dying, you'd have mm-hmm. probably been like, all right, okay. I know I'm saying that when there's, like, hundreds of thousands of probably dead-ass guardians littered around that ship before yeah. it blows up, um, but, you know, Heimdall's a character, we know. If you came out of that opening scene with just Heimdall dead, you'd have probably been like, all right, okay. Yeah, but I think you needed to really... Have the stakes going right at yeah, the gate. Yeah, and then that's
1: what they did with Loki. But obviously before Heimdall um, gets killed, he then kind of moves Hulk from where he is and then kind of transports him. to a Bifrost. Yeah, so he owns that and then Hulk gets transported
0: to Earth. So what do we think about this opening scene then? Of course we're saying it shows you Thanos is absolute badass pretty much here, yeah. so it is. How did we feel about the emotional connection between Loki and Thor here? Because this is probably the most genuine we have seen in Loki in the
1: movies. Well, Loki says, you know, kill away, and Thanos is kind of a bit taken aback by that. And then whenever he goes alright then and then he starts doing it then after a minute or two then Loki kind of like right enough's enough I'll give you what you want. He's trying to play Thanos And then bluff. obviously you know like whenever Thor's encased and all that like metal stuff and can't move then Loki goes to kill Thanos and Thanos at this point has already got
0: yeah he Still, already has one Space He already
1: he has, has one And then he gets out After he kills power Loki Power and space I think you know. Yeah so then Once he goes to kill him Then he stops the blade And then grabs him And then just throws him In front of Thor Strangles him
0: And then kind of yep. Just um, at the final second Cracks yep. the neck mm-hmm. um, I'm not saying that Is Loki completely done But uh, I think that, that was pretty rough <laughs> After whenever you seen that, there was a um,
1: an interview that I watched on I think it was B- uh, Radio One, but there were like the guy was interviewing them on, and you could see them video, yeah. and then he said something to do with Loki, and then Tom Hiddleston said something. Yeah, I mean like if I was to come back, you know, or like or whatever, he was kind of skirting around the issue, and now you've seen yeah. it, you kind of know why. Yeah.
0: Um. But but we'll probably get more into the discussion of will they won't they come back. Mm-hmm. As we kind of get to the uh, total body count, yeah, at the end, which okay. is reasonably considerable, but yeah, I thought this was a fairly nice opening to the movie. It got straight to the point. You know, we you're initially, you know, kind of right away thrown into the back of your seat, going, "Okay, we're not messing about here." Yeah. So yeah, gets a good you thumbs up com- from me. There. You have to get
1: come out of the gate strong because if you don't, and you kind of just see him, kind of prancing around and going like well I could have killed you but I decided not to it mm-hmm. just shows you that
0: Thanos has no mercy there's no none of this silly um, villain monologuing yes Thor- Thanos does talk throughout this because mm, there's, there's no says big. you talk too much yeah there's no big kind of long winded five minute speech from him mm-hmm. before oh the hero then gets his way out of things and saves yeah. the day sort of thing so like you say Hulk got smashed Thor got to see his brother get killed Heimdall's dead hundreds of thousands of other Asgardians are done I think I'm trying to figure out here from this the one thing I'm trying to figure out from this is Thanos' thing is kill half leave half what what happened if or did it happen at all did half the Asgardians get allowed off the ship before it blew up or what's the story I think maybe because whenever you see the ship it's like
1: obviously behind Thor's a big hole so whether the ship is ripped in half Mm. And there's half here and he just deals with that half and then the other half here could have Korg and
0: meek oh or whatever. Korg
1: but like I, I completely
0: it. forgot about Korg. I'm, I'm, so I'm even more,
1: I'm even more heartbroken now. But he could be on the other sh- side of the ship. He could be safe. As, as long as he has a strong
0: foundations it'll be all right.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, so obviously, then we've seen Banner in the Inner Sanctum. Then he we still, whenever Strange he gets changed very quickly from his Hoodies, basically. Yeah, <laughs> into his gear and we kind of hear whenever Hulk lands we hear his roar but then whenever they're you standing the banner, over him yeah. you see the eyes are still green and then he's changing into banner so this is whenever we see them those three and then we get we then see Peter and then we see um, we see Peter Parker and we see Tony Stark then with
0: with Pepper, with Pepper ugh. I think also as well I don't know if you picked it up you hear the roar a bit but I think also when he says Thanos is coming, just as he says Thanos, it's like it starts a bit Hulk. Yeah. And then ends up as Banner mm-hmm. as he goes, which I think is pretty cool because there was a lot of that in this movie as well of interesting attempts to become the Hulk. Yeah. like with, Visually. Like with... There's
1: a track in the first Avengers movie um, soundtrack called Performance Issues, and that's what... This is that's what banner has hulk after he gets the tar yeah hulk is scared oven. to come out for once hulk is scared yeah because that is the first time that hulk has went up against somebody and hulk has lost well and truly you know because One-sided. normally whenever hulk gets beat and hulk gets angry hulk gets stronger yeah so obviously whenever thanos has beat him up and he's lying there and there's blood on him mm-hmm. and that's the first time you've seen the hulk really believe you've seen him like bit from his mouth or whatever but you haven't really seen him go so that's whenever later on whenever these guys are on the the, the street before parker comes in and he says right gonna need you now and then you're letting me down in and front then of the later wizards. on whenever he's in the the park and he goes to do it and you just hear the hulk go no yeah you know because the hulk doesn't want to come out yeah and that's the first time that he's want that so Whether we get something to spark that coming back, or whether it's a case of you know Captain America has something that, or whether Shuri has like some kind of formula for his gamma radiation to then spark that on.
0: Will he be sparked by the loss?
1: Yeah. Of a lot of the team. Yeah, because he'll be angry about that. You know, like, that'll be angry is because... That would be...
0: You would think that would be anger enough. Yeah,
1: because he doesn't have... At that moment in time, he doesn't have Stark. And then the other people around him are gone, you know,
0: so... Mm -hmm. But what what did you think of our kind of opening dynamic between uh, Mm Doctor Strange and Tony here? Oh, that was... I think a lot of people maybe thought initially straight out the gate where we're going to get kind of science bros 2.0 or moustache bros 2.0 facial hair bros 2.0 like I said in the
1: other episode that there's certain characters like these ones who play so well off each other you know whenever he, um, Stark says something and it's just the backwards and forwards because you know, I think like,
0: the relationship between these two really grows well yeah it's like the movie. It's
1: like are you moving your hair? It's like, not at the moment, no.
0: Because they start off very kind of button heads. Yeah. You know, throwing quips at one another, little jabs, that yeah. sort of thing. And then as the movie slowly but surely progresses their respect for each other. The respect grows, the understanding grows. You know, we'll get to this part of the movie shortly. But there's a point where Doctor Strange goes, you know, if it's between you and the boy, yeah, and the, and time, the time stone, yeah. I'll let you both die. Mm-hmm. Come, the end game, as he calls it himself. Yeah. He falls, but when we get there, we'll discuss: is that part of the game plan mm-hmm. or not?
1: So obviously we've had these four, and then Peter Parker joins the fray. Whenever there's that big created a scrap. Create a distraction for him. Yeah, so he's like up there, um, and then he gets his iron spider sit to help him breathe up in 17A. the
0: atmosphere. I wonder, is there something in that you know code? Because there usually always is. Because I think it's we have the initial kind of fight, a wee bit of a fight between Ebony Ma and his mate with the guys in the streets. Yeah, a bit in the park, and then I think isn't it Tony turns around? The Spider Man says, "There goes the wizard." Yeah, yeah. Look after the wizard. He's what you've to get, and like oh, because because okay. Doctor Strange is kidnapped in this moment. He gets his cape knocked off and and gets taken by Ebony Maw up to his spaceship. So that's where you saw in the trailers. Yeah, Peter, Friday anymore. Paul Peter well. and Tony going up towards the ring. So I was kind of right in that regard when I made that prediction of Peter was up on the thing and would be running out of oxygen. Yeah, and. Tony would be going after him to help him, and basically, Peter lets himself go, and the Iron Spider outfit goes round him. Thoughts on the Iron Spider outfit? Um, it was good.
1: There's not a, you don't see him with his mask on an awful lot, in it. Mm, there's a
0: good bit of visuals just when it's him. Yeah. So, but I still think it's a pretty cool piece of kit.
1: If we were to get it, I think from Tony Stark it would be a good bit of kit.
0: Yeah, you know? I think I think the extra arms at the back of it. Yeah, were because he uses really them up. a lot. Like whenever he's
1: trying to save Doctor Strange, he kind of puts that into the ground to give him a bit more
0: yep. um leverage to actually pull but him back. But that's the thing in. is it's not just for show, it's mm. used multiple times throughout the movie yeah. in important situations. Um but yeah, Doctor Strange is up in the spaceship and Peter stows away once he's got a suit because Tony's like okay Friday send him home and the suit deploys the parachute and we think oh well that's him gone but of course we know we see him later in the trailers anyway but it's Tony Stark with Peter Parker and Doctor Strange on this little part of the adventure which I think's a pretty cool crew
1: and before we get to that we also then journey to Scotland where Wanda and Vision I have to say I hate hated whenever Wanda kept calling Vision a Viz Viz I hated that <laughs> It was just like I know that they're You know like together and all She called them that in Civil War But I, I don't I think it was more used in this You know Oh wow like, uh, yeah It was like a lot more Instead of calling it You know Vision come on It's like Viz we have to go And it's like Oh stop with name calling She doesn't call you like Wa or something Or Wan You know <laughs> Wanda like, Yeah you know they'll say they call you fish fish and viz fish go
0: one. do you know what I took out of this scene initially it's so bad that I was looking at this I was looking at uh, it was a chip shop behind where they were standing in the corner mm-hmm. and this is typical Scotland everybody if you ever go to Scotland this can be done <laughs> deep fry Mars bar or something we will deep fry your kebab oh god not a choice I would go for, personally. No, no. But yes, anybody, if you ever go to Scotland, if you're from the States, you can have anything deep-fried and terribly unhealthy if you wish. You can get a Mars bar, a Snickers, you name it. Turkish Delight as well. That's, one. No, that's not for me. Not uh, that any chocolate bar would no. be for me no. in a deep-fried situation. Um, but the key thing out of this scene that we get is, of course... Their relationship is a lot more advanced. Vision's having issues with it. the the stone. Is yeah, kind of, it's talking to him. Yeah, the stone is kind of telling him what's to come, it's warning him. And yeah. I don't, I didn't exactly pick up what the story was here because Vision was going away, but Wanda was staying. And think, He was like, "Do you want to come?" I think. Whenever, was he going to help, or do we? What when, was?
1: Whenever they get on the ship with Widow, Widow says to Wanda, "You were meant to stay in touch." And Wanda says, I know, but we wanted time together or we wanted some time. I knew
0: that obviously probably went away to be together, that sort of thing. But they were talking when they were initially walking on the street about train times and stuff. I don't know if he was just having to go away for something or whatever. Or whether he'd been kind of... Because he was, of course, like you said, he'd been mentioning that the gem, the stone, Mm -hmm. had been kind of talking with him, warning him that something was wrong. And then when they're having their conversation in the street... They see on the TV, yeah, the, in the chip shop yeah. that Tony's missing, and there's been another attack, yeah, on New York, and then of course that's when everything kind of goes, yeah, because that's when he says we, I need to go and because you, you think in that moment at least he's like, right, I probably need to go and help, him. yeah, mm-hmm.
1: and then that's obviously whenever we see the other people come down to try and take him, the other two members off the yeah. Black Order, and then obviously there's a big fight scene in Scotland, and then they're rescued
0: with. Um, the help of Rogers, Black Widow, and Falcon, which I think this was actually a pretty cool sequence. Yeah, because they end up uh, in the main train station in Glasgow, so they do, and um, you've got that moment where Vision's pretty badly injured at this stage. Yeah, he's, he's got been, stabbed. He's been he him. can't phase or anything, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, and he's like telling Wanda to go, you know, save yourself, that sort of thing. And she's like, no, I'm staying. And the two of the Black Order are bearing down on them. And you just see Wanda stand up, starting to begin her powers. And a train goes by in the background. And you just suddenly see at one second this shadow behind the train. And then, boom, it disappears. And it's the silhouette of Steve Rogers. I think this was a pretty good introduction for him, Widow and Falcon.
1: Yeah, um... I think as well with Wanda's face whenever she sees him because obviously she hasn't seen him for a while, and then to see him and then those three come and help. But one thing that always doesn't baffle me, but that Black Widow doesn't have any powers or anything, but she can go to toe. To, she still kicks ass and go to toe to
0: toe with these people, which is very good. She really held her own throughout this movie. Oh yeah, totally. So she did like she faced off multiple times with members of this Black Order. Yeah. And completely kicked ass. Mm-hmm. So she did. Now, this is a weird thing. I don't know why, whether it looked better in the movie or not, but I was initially still quite, and I've mentioned this in episode before, quite, you know, I'm not going to say reluctant about the change in hair colour or whatever. It just kind of jarred with me. Mm-hmm. Because you're just so used to Redhead, you know, as Black Widow. um course there were story purposes in the build up to this movie about why she's undercover and hiding. Um, but I didn't mind it as much in the actual movie when everything got going. Still better than her hair in Winter Soldier. You really don't like that in Winter it's, Soldier? It's just
1: the fact that you're used to the hair being in front of her forehead the, and then in Civil War you know it's the kind of curly whenever in Iron Man 2 curly. This one here didn't really bother me because it was short but I don't know what it was it just didn't it just didn't sit
0: her. I'm sure Scarlet was probably a bit happy about this, considering blondes are natural hair colours, so she didn't oh, really wow. have to yeah. find. Not so, too much hassle to get your hair dyed, really. No. So after we've been through
1: Scotland and everything, we go back Scotland. to Avengers headquarters, um, where... Rhodey is. Where Rhodey is. And as we've said before in our last one, to do with um, Bucky not having many lines... Rody doesn't Rody, have much either no Rody has more than Bucky does I think Falcon has quite a few as well yeah I think Rody seems to be an integral part here it's yes because obviously he's the one dealing with Ross and saying like yeah. this is a court martial and then he's good to, is. Good, to, good to see you Cal. yeah so you have that you obviously have
0: whenever they're talking about Thanos and stuff I thought the back and forth between you know even though it wasn't crazy long or anything like that it was enough uh, between Rhodey and Thunderbolt Ross yeah. was actually quite good because you know Thunderbolt Ross is like, you know, you know the deal, you signed the accords, mm-hmm. and Rhodey's like, yeah, and I paid for that, didn't I? Yeah, because uh, of course his legs got messed up when yeah. he got uh, paralyzed from falling uh, dead stick from being hit by Vision's beam in Civil War, but you know him going court martial, okay, big deal, nice to see you, Cap, good to see you guys, mm-hmm. and then we get that you could say a wee bit of an awkward reunion between uh, Banner and Widow.
1: Yes, you kind of get that, and then it's Cause, like cause Falcons, I think Isn't it? Isn't it Rody, says, Rody goes like, oh, you look like crap. Yeah, and then He's like, he, look, you he says, you look okay to me. And then that's whenever Falcon's whole vision, goes, this is awkward. Yeah, And then that's whenever after that, you get the conversation to do with, well, what about Clint? Can he help him out? And then she says, Clint and Scott have signed this deal to protect their family and Banner says who's Scott oh he's Ant-Man wait so there's a Spider-Man and an Ant-Man yeah um, were
0: you surprised about this because I kind of was this, this was about, very
1: uh, about Hawkeye and this Ant-Man. was very sweep under the carpet you know because yeah. obviously we have Ant-Man then but then with Ant-Man's film apparently it's to go into the past to try and rescue it's yeah you it's know so Wasp may, and stuff like yeah, that yeah so maybe this is then to do with Aligning with Captain Marvel, but it going in the past. Yeah, because I, Ant- I think I think
0: Ant Man and the Wasp that's coming out is based before Infinity War.
1: Yeah, so yeah. it's
0: almost probably going to be happening up until everything hits the fan, just at the beginning of Infinity War. It's probably going to end pretty much around the start of Infinity War. Mm-hmm. I'd say, but it's the, the way it happens with these modern movies now. Because Hawkeye and Ant Man weren't included in the poster, you automatically think. They're hiding something from us. Yeah. Something's going to happen. Hawkeye's going to come in in the third act and tear all around him with Ant-Man or something like that. And it just didn't happen no. in this movie. Now, we know, of course, they are going to be involved in the next one. Mm-hmm. And probably considering things that happen in this movie, yeah. they're going to play a considerable part. Because mm-hmm. they're going to need to draft in some yeah. guys again. Um, but yeah, this was a, this was a nice enough wee sequence.
1: Okay. I feel. Um, we then see, obviously, the Guardians for the first time, meeting Thor, put the wipers on. Um, <laughs> we see the backwards and forwards with, you know, like, uh, with um, Star-Lord lowering his voice to try and be very much like <laughs> Are Thor. Are you impersonating me? Yes, he's got like, I'm not impersonating you. and well, person- he's impersonating done it! Me. He's done it again! I, um, did it. I did it first. But the big thing to take away from this is that we have Thor, the tree, and the rabbit. All going together, because he keeps calling Rocket a rabbit. That for, was good. For some reason, so that makes me laugh. Um, but yeah, this is such, this was like um, characters again that bounced well off each other, and this was where you really got your humour. Um, like with um, Gamora massaging his arms and his muscles. Stop massaging uh, his muscles. Yeah, now as we've said before from the trailer, we don't get the the hell are you guys mm. you know we don't get that from
0: a, there's quite um, a, there's quite a considerable amount from the trailers that aren't in yeah. this movie or have had visual tricks yeah. played on them so they have but as i mentioned in our spoiler free review as soon as we click into this scene it feels like a 100% a Guardian. movie yeah because the
1: music's playing and you can kind of see Star-Lord singing along you see Gamora singing along you see Drax
0: asleep and Groot uh, being a typical yeah. teenager and um, Groot but Language. it was you know up until this point you know it felt very Avengers it felt very Civil War when Cap and all was on screen mm-hmm. and then as soon as we hit space and the visuals came up and you just heard the music come in you were like right yep yeah, here we go we're into the Guardians and uh, and it's very much this is just typical Quill and the Guardians and Rocket mm-hmm. of oh there's a distress signal you know we'll go and help and Rocket's like why the heck are we doing that because we're nice people because oh, we're nice people and he says oh but they might give us some you know and then cash not, for if our time if times. not we'll
1: steal a ship yeah no.
0: and, Ga- and, Ga- and Gamora's like what the heck are you even talking about and Quill's kind of giving her signals like I don't really mean what I'm saying sort of thing to kind of stay in her good books but Yeah, they get Thor on board, and as you say, there's a really good dynamic between Thor and the Guardians.
1: I think this would not have worked if they hadn't done Ragnarok. I was right
0: about to say that, because the dynamic works perfect, because Mm -hmm. we've had that more comedic Thor. Yeah. Now, I think this is maybe one thing, I don't know how you would maybe feel about it, I'm not going to call it a criticism, as you can kind of understand why Thor maybe isn't as jovial as he is in Ragnarok. Yeah. He's definitely a lot more... He still comes out with his quips and the old but he is a lot more... But then that's that part where he talks to Rocket. Yeah. And
1: he says that, you know, like he says, so you lost your brother? And go, like, yeah. And and your dad? Yeah. And then you had a sister who you killed? Yeah. And you still got a mom? Oh, no. She's dead. She was killed by, like, my best best friend. friend. You know, like, and... Um, and then obviously his best friend's dead as well yeah. and then all his other friends are dead yeah. so um, he's in a pretty bad spot yeah, so, and so then, you can understand yeah but he says about having loss um, like in grieving and stuff can lead to give you really you know like really good energy for mm-hmm. him to but you can almost see as well he's almost kind of
0: kidding himself
1: yeah you could see he's that trying he's, to give himself a pep talk you could see well. that he's emotional while he's saying that and kind of you know wiping away the tear to say that you know, I like, can even Groot's kind
0: of mm-hmm. you know. Once he says that he doesn't need to pee anymore, you know. I think another thing. Now that was a wee bit later. That wasn't particularly in this part. That's when after the split. Oh up. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think out of this sequence, one scene I really have to take out of it. Um, well, firstly, Drax really has just become an absolute comedy machine in these mm-hmm. movies. Anytime he's on screen, there's jokes flying all over the place. But the scene for me is between Quill and Gamora once they kind of go off to the side and she kind of you kind of get a hint in the discussions you get invisible drax as well yes (laughs) Um, but you kind of get a hint when they were talking with Thor that Gamora knows something about the soul stone yeah and she kind of pulls Quill aside and they're having a back and forth and she's basically like if Thanos gets me I need you to kill me
1: yeah
0: And he's like, oh, no, 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 no. And then she's like, no, swear on your mother. Yeah, because he says, he asks, um,
1: he asks then if, you know, tell me what it is. But like I can't tell you because... You'll die. You'll die. So she's doing her best to protect him then from it
0: as well. But no, I thought it was really, it was a really strong scene between the two characters. And I think... It's probably the strongest you've seen the relationship between these two because, you know, you got the tease and that, obviously, there was going to be something romantic between yeah. them and the first Guardians. In Guardians 2, you get a stronger hint that, yes, there's definitely feelings here, but they don't want to admit it almost at times. Yeah, only Marcus says yeah. you have sexual feelings for her. Yeah, whereas this one, this is their full-blown mm-hmm. relationship at this moment in time, and again we see later in the movie of how bad this hits? Yeah, because when uh, something happens to yeah, I'm
1: just about to get onto that because with Thor going with Rocket and Groot, the rest go for the Soul Stone, reality Re- rest, the yeah. reality one. Why did it autocorrect to rest? Oh, rest, reality stone. That's the, what I mean. The
0: reality stone in yeah. nowhere with the so, collector,
1: with the collector, and then that's whenever Thanos ambushes them and pretends like he's been killed by Gamora, and obviously... That really caught me
0: off guard initially. Yeah, because And, I, and this is the problem... I think this, this happened a number of times with me throughout this movie. <laughs> Maybe I'm just a simpleton in the grand scheme of things, and I just get sucked into these movies and enjoy <laughs> them, which really is what it's all about yep. at the end of the day. But I this happened to me multiple times. I got sucked in to thinking, oh, wow. Yeah. She's got him in, you know, and done him in. You know, like, of course I did have a thing in the bag of my head going, can't be that easy yeah but you initially think oh has he created a clone of himself with you know the gauntlet or something like that so that was a version of him or whatever but we see it turns out that he'd already got the reality stone Mm -hmm. and he was warping reality around them because he knew that she couldn't stay away that she would come after him and uh, he wanted to test her basically To see if she was going to kill him or be loyal. So we get a glimpse again of uh, Benicio Del Toro as the Collector. I don't know about you, but... Could have done without him. He looked weird. To me, I think it stood out that it wasn't his own hair. It wasn't, you know, like in the original Guardians where he's obviously dyed his hair. Yeah. That it looked very wig and -hmm. your fake facial hair Um, it maybe came down to angles and all as
1: well yeah because he was on the floor and he was in that box clapping yeah and that's all he really did
0: yeah there wasn't much from him at all Um, but that's two huge movies for Benicio Del Toro he's in money wise anyway and he's not in them both for a crazy length of time but, no, I thought this scene was pretty cool. And this is, again, even, where... Because even Star Wars says, like, oh, wow, that was easy whenever she kills, kills, him. kills him in vertical. Yeah. Um But, yeah, this is, again, where another one of my predictions kind of came fruitful, and that was that Thanos takes Gamora. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, she keeps... Again, we get that follow-up on that scene I was just talking about. Of, you know, if he gets me, kill me. Yeah. And I don't know whether the comedy at this point was really needed. But Quill does indeed actually have the balls. Yeah. To pull the trigger. But again, Thanos with the, the reality stone, we get bubbles. Not, this is not the last time we see the bubbles either. It's not the last time we see the bubbles. But we see the bubbles come out of the gun. So that shows you the connection. Mm-hmm. Between him and Gamora is exceedingly strong that he did actually, you know, in reality, follow through with her request. Yeah. To shoot her, even if it wasn't successful. But he keeps saying, I told you to go left. mm mm-hmm. You know, just it was yeah. it was almost like a coping mechanism. Yeah. Of him trying that's to say how, that's it would have went he, right. But
1: that's how he deals with things is is humor. You know, that's yeah. how you would deal with things. But then obviously like we see then Thanos has Gamora and then takes her
0: the end of Vormir. Now this, the way we are discussing things, folks, everything mightn't be exactly 100% in chronological order here. So if we do get the odd thing out of order, don't go no. down our throats for it too Not. much. But we are talking about everything. So we are at some point, so you will hear about it. Um, This was an interesting scene. Yeah, um, it was more the connection
1: between... Because, obviously, he'd done that. I don't know whether he knew, but he did that to see if Gamora still, you know, kind of couldn't kill her father. And then, obviously, whenever he she killed him, then um, she starts crying, you know, because, obviously, she's killed her father. And then, whenever he wipes it off, then they go to this place, and then it said that it needs to be a sacrifice. So, whether he knows... That in this place you have to sacrifice something and that's why he says you're coming with me. It didn't bring Nebula but just brought Gamora. I'm not
0: 100% sure Thanos does know that what lies ahead for the Soul Stone. I do genuinely think he just thinks right I can just rock up here yeah, and get it. And in this whole sequence we amazingly this was something that came completely out of left field for me. Um, we get this weird creature in a hood appears mm-hmm. and start saying, you know, Thanos, son of whoever, Gamora, son of that, sorry, son of, yeah, a <laughs> daughter yep. of Thanos and, you know, start preaching about kind of, as you say, you know, the soul stone is not to be taken lightly, you know, there must be a, you know, something must be given up and yada yada. But we see the reveal that the creature or person in the hood is in fact the red skull.
1: Yeah. Did you see this coming? No. I thought it was just a generic one. I'm just a generic, like, skeleton dude. Um, that's all I could think but of. I, I, but I
0: completely reacted to it.
1: <laughs> yeah, you probably were, like, oh. we were like,
0: oh. I was like, oh, here we go. There, you know, that's a nice surprise. But yeah, it's 100% the red skull. Now, don't know if it was Hugo Weaving or not. Um, you could easily make the Red Skull look like Hugo Weaving with prosthetics yeah. and have it be someone else. Um, if it was Hugo Weaving, I thought the voice was a bit different, but you could put that down to him being like this mystery sort of body now and kind of space and time and stuff like that, you because know, he um, had used the Tesseract back in the first Avenger. Yes. But we see in this scene... It's not him. Is it not him? Have no. you just found out?
1: Uh, just on the next thing, in 2018, uh, someone called Black 47 and
0: Patrick Melrose. Um, but there's nothing there to do with Infinity War. Okay. Mind, it could not be there because they've tried to keep it quiet. Mm. I'm sure we'll find out that these things tend to come out quite quickly after a movie comes out. But he reveals then, once they're up, because they walk up onto this big platform and he reveals that there needs to be a sacrifice, um a soul for the soul stone. Yes. And it is explained that it needs to be someone that Thanos loves. Yeah. And Gamora very quickly thinks that finally Thanos' plans are scuppered. Because, yeah, because he doesn't love anyone. Because a being like him could never have been in love with anyone. And this is part of what we talked about in our spoiler-free discussions about the little ticks and facial mm-hmm. expressions that you get from Josh Brolin's amazing performance in this yeah. movie. Because you just kind of see, like, there's, like, a twitch of his cheek. And then you see the single solitary tear. Yes. And, like, and that, then he yeah. turns to her. And then he, she says, like, tears, really? And she tries to stab him and he makes her knife that she got when she was a kid from him disappear with the reality stone yeah and i think this one quite surprised me as well that gamora is yeah. killed as well yeah um that was one
1: that i i thought maybe he he was going to push her and then whenever he got the stone then she would come back yeah. You know, I thought it was maybe a thing that you had to sacrifice somebody and then whenever he did that then the soul stone would be given to him but then he would be able to to retrieve her soul yeah, or so something it'd be like yeah. you can take her soul now and her soul you can either, you know, do that or you can bring back somebody from the
0: dead or something like that, yeah. you know, so but nope, she is flat out on the rocks below and he gets the soul stone. So I think it's fair to say by this point Thanos is doing quite well in his plans. He's got the power, he's got the reality, he's got the space, and he's now got the soul stone, so he's got four of the six. Yeah, so he only really needs the time stone and, and, the, then, mind. and the mind. So he does. So uh, we're approaching kind of the final run-in mm-hmm. in this. And both of these are on Earth as well. Yeah, and by this time you fully appreciate... Um, Thanos as a villain. Yeah, because he's got
1: somebody that he loves as in his daughter because we've seen the flashback earlier whenever you see Gamora with her knife that her father had given her. And then... Which, seeing, which was a nice explanation Yeah, as well. and then seeing then... You know, because then whenever she says she doesn't know what it is, well, that's why you show bad line because I didn't teach you that. That was good. You know, like yeah. so... Um, but yeah, just to see him given. To something because he says that he can't he was can't
0: it, I was it was it I gave up or I postponed my desires once before. Yeah, I can't, I can't do, it. do it again. Yeah, I can't
1: do it again. So he wants to make himself he wants to do what he wants to do, you know, like so and the hell with everyone else, even his own daughter. Yeah, pushing that over the edge. But you could see later, you know, like whenever he whenever they're trying to get the gauntlet off him and Mantis says like he's grieving um, he's mourning, and then I go like, "What is he mourning for?" And then that's whenever Nebula says Gamora, he's come back with th- that, and he sacrificed her. So you could see that even though he's a big villain, his family
0: plays a key part. There not- is there is somehow at least some sort of heart yeah. yeah in there, and that again plays into the fact that he doesn't see himself as the villain.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's whenever obviously we've seen this point now Stark. Peter Parker saving Doctor Strange with yep. another Peter Parker um, pop culture reference. Yeah, this is becoming a thing now, yeah. isn't it? Have you ever seen that film Alien? And then that's whenever they shoot, you know, like, because the Stark is talking to Ebony Maw and then says, like, you you know, you can't match my powers. The kid thought you'd say that, but he knows stuff and then shoots and then the vacuum takes him out and then that's whenever Strange goes out and... It's whenever we see Parker the arms. with the web pulling them back in and the arms using as like the the um, grip up, you know like yeah. to them
0: pull them back in and then seal them up but you know what this definitely does seem to be becoming a a, a thing at least in the ensemble movies mm-hmm. uh, when Spider-Man's involved that you get um, a pop culture reference because we see it of course in Civil War where he mentions Empire Strikes Back and we hear it again mm-hmm. this is true um but we got Empire Strikes Back. I think it's it's quite interesting because today, apparently, according to Twitter, or at least, uh, sorry, yesterday. Sorry, I've blown the illusion. <laughs> <laughs> um, the day of Avengers release here in the UK, um, apparently it was Alien Day. Oh, was it? So everybody was making a big deal about the Alien movies. Um, so I find that quite funny when he mentioned Aliens. Yeah. So he did. But uh, he also has a funny line at one point. He says, if some alien starts laying eggs in me and I start to kill you or something like that, he says, I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, and that's whenever Stark says, no more pop culture references from you for the rest of the trip. And I mean that. <laughs> and he's like, okay. Um. Tony, it, Tony and Peter's dynamic. It's experience. funny how the youngest person knows the older movies because obviously Alien, Empire Strikes Back and the other one were mentioned before he was even born. Mm-hmm. You know, like so they were brought out before he was born which was yeah. funny yeah so we see the these guys on the ship um, Strange asks if they're able to go if Stark's able to take them home he says is it wise to do that you know because he wants to bring the fight to Thanos and we're like well, I have to protect this I swore an oath to protect the, that, the stone. stones. that's
0: where we get the, this comes first, if use die, yeah. use die, basically. Yeah, and
1: then he says, he says something, good. he says something, I can't remember what Stark says, but it's almost like, you know, good job, or whatever, you know, like a real big put down. But once we've seen them, they obviously then crash land on Titan, they then meet the Guardians, um, Which is a whole barrel of laughs. Yeah, so obviously we see these guys fighting each other because it's only then whenever somebody mentions Thanos and going, who, you know, like, who are you working for? And, and uh, it's Working sort of for? A, yeah, that's whenever Mattis says about Thor and the other guys then, they're basically just... It's all twigs. Yeah, so they're all twigs and then they're basically talking about Missouri. He goes, that's an earth dipshit. <laughs> Way you know, easy. I, I went he, dip- pulled, he pulled the I trigger went, back. I went dipshit. So, it is, so this is
0: where the, probably most of the swearing
1: happens in yeah, this
0: it's a, between the Guardians, Stark and Doctor Strange, Thor has one mega-swear, so he does, he has the B. Yes, he does. So he does, but most of the other mild to medium swearing comes from the Guardians and Tony Stark and Doctor Strange, because I think at some point Doctor Strange called Tony a, a D-bag, so he does. He called somebody a
1: douchebag? That's what I was saying. Well done. All oh, right, okay. <laughs> Douchebag's okay. I thought you meant. I was going no, Nobody no, 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 calls no, no. him a. <laughs> a dangly bag? <laughs>
0: <laughs> but no, a lot of the stuff here is good because of that initial conflict where they don't know who each other is. Yeah. That they think that Iron Man, Spider Man, and Doctor Strange have to be working for Thanos. And it's just like, fine, we'll just have a big fight here then. Mm. So, well, but it's as you say, kind of. Mention of Thanos and the mention of Thor kind of snaps everybody together. Mm -hmm. Um, Not 100% on the same page as one another. There's quite a bit, again, and it seems to be a common factor in this movie when kind of strong um, male egos come together. They aren't fathers. Yes. Like the actual,
1: you know, like their actual egos, not their father called ego or whatever. Yeah, because.
0: Peter Quill and Tony Stark are two of the biggest man childs. Yeah. In the Marvel Cinematic Universe, uh, Tony Stark is probably what Peter Quill would be in twenty years, if he had a load of money.
1: Yeah, true.
0: So he would because be. even to a certain degree, whenever he's
1: t- Stark's talking about the plan, and then he turns around, and goes, "Are you yawning?" And he's like, "Yeah." And go like, "When? Why did you? Why did you start on? Whenever he said oh, you needed a plan." And then that's Dracks, whenever yeah. Mantis says, like, take names, take ass, instead of, you know, Aye, taking we ta- names and we take kicking a- ass.
0: We, we take ass and kick names. Yeah, so she was got, got that wrong She way. actually had a good few lines in it as well. She did, so yeah. she had, I think it was in this scene as well, where they were talking about, it Was I think it was a Quill says, oh, the planet's eight degrees off its axis, so its gravity's completely up the yin-yang, basically. Yeah. And you just see Mantis, like, yeah, jumping, jumping up. stars yeah. in the background, mm-hmm. like, okay. really
1: high. Um. But this is wherever we see... Then, later on, we see that Thanos arrives here, um, and then they're hatching the plan after there's seventeen million and four hundred one scenarios. Quite considerable. Yeah, and And How many
0: times were they victorious in that, Doctor Strange?
1: Yeah, one. One.
0: Yeah, so we see... I think probably, actually, before we keep going, this is probably the spot where it really starts to kind of click in your head how important and critical and enjoyable uh Doctor Strange is in this movie.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. But it's even more so whenever he has the one on one interaction with Thanos. Mm. And then whenever like they're they're fighting and then he does like the part wherever there's like loads of Doctor Strange and then yeah. he has like all the the whips around him and then Thanos do, do does like do use the Infinity Gauntlet to use the Reality Stone so he can see which one's real yeah and then that's whenever you see like him with doves and all that kind of stuff but just even the fighting between those two and then that's whenever he grabs the amulet and says you know like a sorcerer a sorcerer and your worst trick is a fake and then he yeah. just crumples it because he knows that's not a Are stone real. you know so
0: we're getting ahead of ourselves, ourselves again there but yeah. It is fair to say, coming out of this movie, Doctor Strange is right up there when it comes to performances. Yeah, and key players. Yeah, in the whole movie.
1: Oh yeah, um, Ian—he's somebody that I'm really excited for a sequel for the movie.
0: You know, like for another. Be, Doctor I'll Strange. I hope he gets a sequel standalone soon enough because the slate is starting to stack up serious now. I know they're keeping hush hush because, of course, they don't because they're not doing Hall H. Yeah, this year because they want people to have time. To digest uh, and let this movie sink in for themselves.
1: I reckon it'll um, not be until next year. Maybe after Captain Marvel that we'll get the we'll get what the other one's called.
0: Yeah, um, I think it's a smart move. Yeah, it keeps us guessing. Mm-hmm. I think it's fair to say we're gonna get a Black Panther too. So we are based on its success. The yeah. <laughs> never in the wildest dreams when we did our Black Panther review. Did I think that was going to make the money? It did, in the in the long haul. Mm -hmm. Like it did amazing, and we talked about that in its opening week's box office. Um, Silly money, but the fact that it passed the original Avengers Mm -hmm. for cumulative money worldwide. You you think of what that
1: film speaks to as well. You know, like the different ethnicities. Different people, you know, like ethnicities. It gives uh, gives
0: folks who have not had a hero to support um, that outlet. Mm -hmm. And
1: they proved the point. But it's also a fact that whenever you see people in Harlem who wanted to go and see that, and then people you know like people strangers would pay for say a class yes to go and see this that, movie that stuff was superb and then you know like this is it was a groundswell this is almost this may be like really really silly of me to say but this is probably for that community modern day Martin Luther King's I Had a Dream speech
0: I would say when it comes to... I'm not going to strongly compare...
1: No, but you know what I mean is yeah, that spoke to people at yeah, the time and yeah. this speaks to people at the time. When it
0: comes to pop culture movies, this makes a very strong impact. Yeah. Black Panther, of course, I'm, talking about, I'm not talking about Infinity War. <laughs> but what I'm saying is if... And that kind of plays into kind of what we said in the spoiler-free talk about the projected money this is looking yeah. to make Infinity War, that is. um it has a very distinct chance of beating Force Awakens because if Black Panther made the guts of 200 and something million on its opening weekend mm-hmm. because of the sheer outpouring of support from you know a group of people that hadn't had their hero that they wanted to support, that reflected them as people. Um, imagine if not only All those people come out. But everyone comes out. It could be crazy money-wise. But all I was mainly trying to say I've got a wee bit off topic was there's a lot of potential sequels stacking up for the Phase 4. yeah, And new ones. Because there's the potential of Black Widow. I wouldn't like to see Doctor Strange based off of this movie get pushed way down the line. Because... With the potential of the Fox merger, it's only going to get busier.
1: Yeah. Oh, totally. But then that means that instead of having two or three films a year... you could could have get, one
0: every other month of you this, get, right?
1: You get like four or five, and that's the thing, is that if they were to do... You know, you have a plethora of characters to go through. You know, like, you're not going... It's not every year we're getting an Avengers movie. We're getting a different character, whether we're getting a Black Panther or an Ant-Man or a Doctor Strange or Guardians of the Galaxy, characters mm. that people didn't really know that much about, yeah. whereas people had heard of Hulk or Spider-Man or Captain America, you know, yeah, so... Yeah, because there's even
0: rumours I'm hearing of them talking about, like, doing a Moon Knight movie and stuff like that, and I'm like, we're... yeah. But, I suppose they're getting to that point now where they have... Guardians was their first kind of toe in the water of, mm-hmm. right, let's go for something a wee bit obscure. Um especially after these two Avengers movies are done and dusted, they're going to have quite the freedom. But then you
1: also have the certain things like with Spider-Man, you know, like you have Miles Morales' Spider-Man, which people are crying out for. Yeah. I hope they'll do that because I have his first appearance in there, which I got for <laughs> 99p. But yeah,
0: moving on then.
1: Um, so obviously we've said that, that um, they crash land on Titan, meet the Guardians, had to plan for the gauntlet. Um, they are successful in almost getting the gauntlet off and Mantis... Very close. Yeah, because
0: Peter actually pulls it and then Thanos grabs it back. It's actually a really well thought out plan. Now, of course, it's probably partially down to the fact that Doctor Strange sat there Mm -hmm. and went through the millions and millions of potential scenarios for how this is going to play out. So that no doubt helped them. But I think... I'm trying to work this out in my head. What was it? Um, Mantos... Mantos... Mantis mantis landed through a doctor strange portal onto Thanos' head to try and use her obviously her sleep powers and stuff yeah tony was on the gauntlet spider-man was webbing him up they'd electro-shocked his other arm to kind of keep it to the ground yeah drax was drax was holding on to him as well drax was
1: on his legs yeah, and then that's whenever you see Star Lord, who then loses his anger because. I because Star Lord's the one that kind of squares up to him. Yeah, because that's whenever Stark was like, you know, we need your Peter, we need your help here. You know, we need your help here. We've almost got this, and if he had because went it, over
0: Spider Man and Tony both on the yeah, gauntlet if at he this had stage, went over to
1: move that, then they would have got the gauntlet. But yep, he didn't. So it's well done, Peter Quill. Yeah, he led into his anger, which led the hit, which led this suffering, suffering because, a lot of suffering because then obviously that. that's when he find out that Gamora is dead and obviously he's trying to then
0: he's letting his heart roll his head as Quill normally yeah, does because he basically punches Thanos in the face but I think he also I think from what I've picked up I could be wrong but I think he punches Mantis's hand as well, which causes yeah. her... I think he does that, or he punches his face, which
1: makes her jolt back, backwards, which means her hands go like that. Cause which allows him to come out of it. Yeah, and then that's when everything... And then there's no stopping him after that. Yeah, that's when so, everything goes, so there goes is. to cut.
0: Absolute pot. SH-1T.
1: Yeah. Um, so once that's happened, then he... Like, I think he then disappears,
0: because... I, has he got the... no, 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 no. no. During between this, we kind of shift back and forward in this time because we're kind of talking about segments at a time here, folks. So what we're talking about here would, in the grand scheme of the movie, be happening uh, concurrently uh, to other stuff. Because I think also at this time, kind of interspersed throughout, is concurrently interspersed. I know. I'm getting the big words out today. Um, Arrogate England with. Thor, Rocket, and Groot. Which we touch on next. Yeah, um, at I'm assuming this is the place that Mjolnir was forged, because wasn't it? Yeah, because they say a dwarf star. Yeah, because that's
1: whenever they go and I rode here. Thor, Rocket, and Groot get a hammer from a Lannister who always
0: pays his debts. Yeah, Peter Dinklage is a dwarf, but not a regular dwarf. No, he's a giant. In this. He, he's a giant dwarf. Yeah, which was quite peculiar, but cool. Uh, what did you think of the whole thing to do
1: with? Obviously, they needed. It's almost like they needed to kickstart the planet to yeah. start doing
0: the molding. Do you know what it almost reminded me of a Mass Relay from Mass Effect. You know the way the ring. There's rings yeah. in it that kind of mm. spin around and create a field yeah. as well. As but well, how did like you feel
1: with Thor holding on to the thing and then the the rays coming in and then him almost getting like burnt? To well, this. First.
0: Well, this again. This whole sequence. This is again where there's kind of been some trickery with the old CGI. Yeah. Um, because in the build up to this like you'd mentioned him and Rocket had had a bit of a conversation on yeah. the way to here um, him CG. discussing everybody dying CG eye uh. yeah uh, <laughs> I would have watched that first Thor gets a, like a robotic eye or something like that which he should have
1: watched first um,
0: yeah because the Rocket had to sneak it out his mm-hmm. yeah uh, but yeah he has his he has an eye but then you see him they kick start this uh, star again in order for uh, Peter Dinklage's dwarf character to uh, forge him uh, a god killer. Yeah. I think as its word, which is Stormbreaker, I think doesn't Rocket say something like, well, that's not pretentious or anything like that, mm-hmm. or that's not overboard or something yeah. like that with the name. Um, but again, there's some stuff that's tinkered with CGI-wise in this section, but also there's just stuff that was in the trailer that's completely not yeah, because in you this see section, him holding it up and then the lightning, Because Because which... I initially thought when we saw that in the trailer, you described it as kind of the He-Man moment yeah. when we were doing our breakdowns. I thought that moment that kind of CGI'd out the new weapon. Yeah. You know, like that was going to be him going, like, I have the, like the weapon Star-Lord's here, finger. you know, sort of thing. Yeah. Um, Boom. But no, we don't get that shot at all. And there's no real shot of Rocket and Groot kind of looking on in awe when he raises it up. No. But we kind of get... 'Cause kind of up to this point, Grit is being the very much typical teenager of I don't give a damn just I just want to play my video games or yeah. get on my phone yeah. or whatever. And because I think the thing that is stressed in the sequence, I don't know if you picked up on it, but Thanos, of course, it's explained, wiped out all the other dwarfs mm-hmm. because Prettier Dinklinch's Dwarf is the guy who created the gauntlet. Yeah, because he's... And he and Thanos promised to spare them. Right. Speaking of this... This goes back to the Thor ship
1: thing, potentially? No, it doesn't. This goes back further.
0: Okay, well, you go and then I'll go mine. Right.
1: (laughs) At the end of Age of Ultron... Okay. We see Thanos putting his hand in the gauntlet saying,
0: if... I'll do it myself.
1: Yeah. So how do we go from there, from him making him a gauntlet, which would have been in that same time frame.
0: You could argue that the gauntlet was maybe made a while ago. And Thanos then had it in his cupboard.
1: Right, okay. But
0: also the argument could be made is, as well, aesthetically, in this movie the gauntlet looks different to previous appearances. In previous appearances it looks very smooth. Yeah. Whereas in this one the fingers are kind of almost square. Okay. So they are so... Maybe that original gauntlet wasn't specific. This could. This is very head canon.
1: Yeah. No. That's that was the thing that just popped in my head. Was like, right. No, that's a fair shout. You know, like you, could, you could that, pull that. because could obviously pull. he, his character, Dinklage's character, had said that he said that he would kill the rest of them, but he would leave me. But he would take my hands. So obviously he doesn't have a thing. You know, like he's trying to beat up the thing whenever he's actually molding. The weapon, and then he says, like, come on, tree, like me, or... Help me find the handle. Yeah, so that's whenever Rocket, or Rocket, Groot, Groot cuts off his arm, and then mm. that becomes the base which yeah. I thought was a nice touch, you know, because then you have that... It's metal. the
0: first selfless thing, yeah. and you could almost say adult thing, mm-hmm. that Groot does in the movie. Yeah. Because up until this point, he is just that moody teenager, so he mm-hmm. is. But is. what I was going to say um, about... Thanos saying, oh, I'll spare your people and stuff if you make me the gauntlet. And where I said that might feed back to the Asgardians on the ship. You know, he said to Dinklage, I'll spare your people. Mm -hmm. But then he killed them all but him. Yeah. No half and half nonsense. Mm -hmm. You could say then the same potentially applies for the Asgardian ship. He maybe did just wipe... Yeah, Maybe because a that, then
1: that's whenever Strange gives him the stone and he says, I will give you the stone if you spare his life. Yeah. Oh, wait, we'll get no, there. Yeah, but <laughs> because then I was thinking, because obviously something's happened to Thanos before where he's been tricked, because then that's whenever he says to Strange, no, no tricks. tricks, and he was like, no.
0: Yeah, but I find it... This is the only kind of potential chinks, and you could say again, well, he's a villain, so, you know everything he says doesn't have to be totally true there's this it's the slight chinks in his explanation of balance he continuously talks about balance mm-hmm. killing half the universe so there's balance when we get the flashback with Gamora when he gives her, her blade initially yeah. he explains why it looked perfectly balanced
1: yeah. balancing it on and his finger and you see and while that's happening you see people on the right people on the left and the people on the left getting killed and the people on the right living and I'm stopping her from looking yeah picking. exactly
0: um so that's the only kind of chink in his story for mm-hmm. me. But again, you can completely easily explain that away with, well, he's a villain. He doesn't yeah. have to follow the rules every time.
1: So we then go to Wakanda, where Rogers and gang... To Wakanda
0: sort, forever.
1: ...to sort out the Mind Stone um, for Vision, um, because the Outriders are attacking a la Phantom Menace, as um, Alan... Mesa
0: do. no Hava Boomba. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> Here, take and listen. <laughs> Oh dear, dear, dear! dear, dear. Uh, dear. Uh, flashbacks, that?
0: flashbacks. What's um, um, Oh, yeah, dear. But yeah, as you say, uh, we're back on Wakanda, and the main plan, bar eventually fighting these outriders, is to get the Mind Stone out of. Vizzes. yeah, and there's head. Like something like
1: two million, two trillion, I think, two trillion um, neural, snap- neural yeah, snapses so or something. Like, why didn't you just do that? And Banner's like, because we didn't think of doing that. Uh, of course, you didn't.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, that's why you came here. Yeah, Shuri has a very small part in this movie. To be expected, really. To be honest, you know, you can. She does kick a wee bit of ass though. She does. She yeah. does. But she does. She does just enough. She has her. It's like we kind of said again in our spoiler-free discussion. Everybody does just get that little moment. But apart from Lupita Nyong'o's character because she's not in the movie at all. Oh, she's not all. in the movie at all. So she isn't, but I'm not too worried about that. But no, Shuri goes to work with uh, Wanda and Vision to try and figure out a way of getting the Mind Stone out of Vision's head, but keeping him mostly yeah, intact. once it comes out, then Wanda is the only one strong enough to destroy it. Um, and that's the main plan. Um, but as you kind of mentioned... We get ships crashing from the sky. Yeah, uh, We get the other two members of the Black Order there. Um, and the rest of the guys that are in Wakanda. All the Wakandan forces, the different tribes in Baku. Banner Do- and Hulkbuster. Uh, the Dora Milaje. Hulkbuster. Widow. Cap. Bucky. All these guys. We forgot to say at some point, Bucky got a nice Vibranium arm. Um, at some point... Um, so he can shoot a gun basically. He mm-hmm. doesn't really use the arm too much in the movie. Um but it's their plan to buy Shuri enough time mm-hmm. to get the gem out of the head and have Wanda destroy it. Um I thought it was quite cool in this sort of section. You could it's not something you would kind of you know if there was just mad action going on that you would really think too much about or in depth with but they purposely placed the little seeds of the Outriders coming up against that force field and then realising, right, okay, we're not getting through this too quickly. Yeah, Mike, So what we'll do is we'll surround the yeah, shield. Yeah, because Banner says,
1: like... Banner says, Cap, if they come behind us... We're done for. We're, that's it. And so, like, we'll need to make sure... And that's whenever... Black um, Panther. He says about opening the front, and then that's whenever they all swarm and in. sure he just opens
0: the smallest the channel to let yeah. them in. Mm-hmm. And all... The big, the big crazy action sequence basically yeah. starts here, and and this fair is, to say doesn't let up for the guts of the next twenty is, odd minutes. This is where
1: we expect that running scene with Captain America with Bucky with Black Panther
0: with yep. Hulk, and then we don't see Hulk. The scene never exists. No, in this because surprisingly, I was genuinely surprised by this. The only time, well, technically it's a lie. The only time we see the Hulk proper, let's Mm -hmm. say, the only time we see the Hulk proper is in that opening scene on the Asgardian ship. Um, This is probably as good a time as any to talk about the Hulk again because I'm sure you won't mind talking about the Hulk again. No, I'm fine with Um, that. But this is where we see a bit more of Banner's attempts to change again and we see a lot more visual trickery of the attempt at transformations Mm -hmm. because even inside the Hulkbuster armour at a point you see the head grow yeah and it's like no like like a good bit green and it's again like you say no and he goes back to being Banner and he's he's basically like screw you buddy yeah I'll do it myself oh we have
1: to talk about this Hulk but this is a funny thing is that this is the polar opposite from Ragnarok because whenever he says, like, you know, Thor says, oh, Banner, I've been dying to see you. No and Banner. it's like, and like, oh, no, no Banner. And then whenever those two then start fighting. So Hulk doesn't want to turn into Banner. And it's only whenever he sees Nat that he does that. So now we've got a Banner. He can't. He, he can't because Hulk doesn't want to. And then we were, you know, like whenever I said about whenever... Those monsters would be on top of. You it. thought he
0: was going to bust and out. And that's of it. whenever
1: I thought that was going to happen. Then obviously that's whenever Thor then comes down and, and then
0: laser whooping. Yeah, and then who was it? Was it Captain America? Oh <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Sorry, uh, Captain America turns around to Thor and says, "Oh, you got a haircut." And no, Thor's, not that. Uh, sorry. not
1: that part. It was whenever he lands, and then I think it was Banner. It was like, oh, you guys are
0: so screwed. Yeah, and he's not lying. No, because. Thor's there with his brand new toy Stormbreaker and he lays the absolute smackdown on the Outriders mm-hmm. and just this huge shockwave of thunder and lightning and he wipes out an absolute
1: ton of them. <laughs> it's funny whenever he's talking to Captain America and he goes like, oh, I've brought a friend. This is
0: Tree. And he goes, like, I am Groot. I am <laughs> Steve Rogers. And I thought that was that was... In this wee sequence, you would not have expected. This is really where you would not have expected as much of the comedy. But then you have that with Bucky and Gru and Rocket.
1: Whenever he lifts Rocket up, and then the pair of them spin around, they're shooting. He wants the he arm. Like, how much for the gun? And he got like not for No, he got like, how much for the arm, and he walks not off, and he's time.
0: like, "I'll get that arm." <laughs> and then it's also in this sequence, kind of as I I started the joke there. Of when Thor and Cap see each other again, oh yeah, you got a haircut. You got a haircut, and he says, "Ah, you copied my beard." (laughs) Yeah,
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, this is whenever we see Thor just really kicking ass, and uh, you know we see Banner kind of fighting one of the monsters and then whenever he attaches one of the Hulkbuster arms to him, and it goes, bye, and then he goes... Like an Ultron? Yeah, so that's very much like that kind of same. But the one thing that about this is whenever Wanda comes down after Vision has been knocked out... And, and it's her big moment, kind of. So well, she actually da- has two big moments here. But I love whenever she's down there with Widow, and then... That sequence
0: with Widow and Okoye. Yeah, that was so good, but I love the fact that they had three strong Woman. women together. And the person they were fighting was... Yes, an alien. Yeah. But a, but a, a female woman. as well. Yeah, but you had So you it was know, four ladies just yeah, absolutely. But going it was for you it.
1: had that you didn't have any of the men or you didn't have yeah. rock You didn't no have one some, you no didn't have inside. somebody else uh, you know, like just making you know, like what you know, like Rocket could have come over and go, What are you women fighting for? you know, or something silly like that. Ten they, years ago that probably would They did that and then that you know, like I think that for women Watching that and be like, "Oh, look at those women go!" And that is amazing, yeah whenever you, your your woman dies, and then <laughs> it just to Wanda, like, it looks like a Smurf has just you know like exploded on. That's Widow's disgusting. Face. And it's
0: yeah, it's just like that's disgusting. So because that was that was a wee funny moment for a Widow as well. So it was, but no, this sequence was sequence was completely littered with comedy. Yeah, and I think it's almost part of them trying to lull you a bit.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, like, oh, ha-ha, ha-ha. And then it's, this is where we start to head towards, as Doctor Strange says, the endgame. Yeah, because this is where um, Thanos arrives as but well. before we get to Thanos, <laughs> Thanos arriving, because we kind of talked about the stuff on Titan, but we kind of stopped a bit. Um, before we kick Titan off again to get us into um, arriving in Wakanda, I want to talk about Thor. Okay. Because, like I said, Thor makes his big entrance here in Wakanda. Mm-hmm. We mentioned about Doctor Strange being such a strong and important influence in this movie and character. I have to say Thor's up there as well. Oh, yeah, because Thor is like... Maybe not as much screen time as everybody else until the end. Mm-hmm. But it's building and building. And then once he arrives in Wakanda, he is the absolute boy. Him and, him and Steve Rogers. Like, especially that part wherever
1: the doors... They've opened like a part of the gate, and you see Black Panther speeding across, running, and then Captain America yeah, is in hot pursuit cool. after him. So you just you see those two like superpower beings running, but then obviously whenever he appears with Rocket and Groot, and then just like he's got like the new costume on and everything, and you know like he just looks like he should be because Loki's last words the King of Asgard Th- Loki's last words to um to Thanos was you will never be a god yeah you know like and then you see the God of Thunder coming you know
0: like with his Stormbreaker yeah so but no he, him for me he really it was a slow burn for Thor throughout this movie mm-hmm. and then once he got in the thick of it he was just a crucial part of it right through to the that final moment. Yeah. will we flip back to Titan then.
1: Yeah. um Yeah. We'll do that
0: because we, we've got most of Titan out the way. Because as we mentioned,
1: yeah, because we only really have unless you wanted to do this because we're talking about Thanos at the
0: minute. So well, we're, we'll, we'll we'll do that and then we'll there. go back to
1: well, well, if we we'll go back to Titan and then we'll come
0: back we're, here. We're only going to be very off. quick at Titan, so we are at the end of because the we're anyway. pretty much at the end of Titan, so yeah. we are because Quill loses the plot, punches Thanos. Thanos escapes and this is the point of the movie where Alan's <clears throat> was puckering yeah, was so <laughs> my sure stomach was. was doing backflips and my heart was racing and I was in absolute panic and worry mode um, Thanos stabs Tony through the gut mm-hmm. and I thought oh my god They've actually done it. They've pulled the trigger. on the one you didn't want it to be. Yeah. Because I was constantly going... They have to, I was telling myself during this whole final sequence... Where they were bouncing back and forth from Wakanda... The Titan and Thor and all. I was like... They have to kill one of the big two. They you've have to kill ha- one you You've had one at the start. You've had one in the middle. You have to have one at the end. Yeah. I was like... This has to happen. Someone is going to... You know, one of the big boys is going to go... Because it kind of has... It does slowly build throughout the movie. You get that kick of Loki at the beginning. You get Gamora in the middle. And you're like, oh, we're we're tiptoeing yeah. here. You know, we've had a big guy who was a villain kind of becoming an anti-hero. You've got one of the key members of the Guardians gone. And, and here we go. They're going to crescendo it mm-hmm. with one of the big two. But Tony gets stabbed and I'm sitting there basically kind of trying to near comfort myself. <laughs> ...thinking, oh damn, this isn't going to happen. Surely not. Um, But this is when, as you mentioned... uh, ...we get a bit more back and forth... ...between Doctor Strange and Thanos. Yeah. No more tricks. And this is where we see the kind of... ...I'm not going to say completion... ...but the evolution of the relationship... ...between Stark and Doctor Strange. Now, could the argument be made... Is it an evolution, or is it one of the options that it's Doctor an,
1: Strange saw in
0: his many it's visions? An
1: evolution for Stark as well, because Stark would always be very selfish. And then you yeah. look from the first Avengers, and then he's like, he's like, no. Whereas the older Stark would have been like, you yes, know, yes, give, yes, give help, him, help, give him the stone. You know, like yeah. I want to live, selfish. You know, so but he's come a long way. You know, like and I think being the father figure in inverted commas he's the, to, God, he's the to, godfather you know but to be in the father figure to Parker yes is probably something
0: that you know um but yeah this is a key moment where we see that evolution of the friendship where Tony is very much no don't do it don't yeah. give him it you can see it in Tony's face Tony has accepted right I'm gonna I'm gonna kick it now mm-hmm. I'm, I'm done for um, but Doctor Strange hands over the time stone and that's us up to five so yep. it does and a very serious infinity stone now for Thanos to have which we will see play out so back to Wakanda then yeah but
1: before we go over there obviously
0: we'd seen we'll keep Star- set, we keep we saying but see,
1: before we go there we see Stark talk to Strange and goes why and then that's whenever Strange says like it was it was the only way or it it's it's getting towards the
0: final oh no he says he says it was the only way later on but this is where he says it's now the end game yeah so he has... which is what takes us back to wakanda
1: yeah so this is where thanos arrives um obviously we see you know, banners in the Hulk outfit and uh, the Hulk, um, Hulkbuster outfit, and then he says, "Like Cap, that's that's him." So they're all trying to get Aye, Vision senses it as well. Yeah, so they're all trying to get towards him, and they can't. And this is where Vision says to Wanda that, like, Quill has said to or Gamora has said to Quill that you need to kill, you need to kill me, and that's what he says. Like, we need to kill this. I
0: thought this was a very strong, emotional moment between those, these two characters, and it's crazy, that you can feel this, <laughs> this sounds bad in a way, that you can feel this emotion, this relationship between um, a mystical woman and a mystical robot. Yeah, um,
1: but then this obviously is whenever she is able, you know, like, he's working his way through everyone, and then, like, the likes of banners being pushed into the wa- wall... Uh,
0: Captain America is like falling you know like he's falling he's thrown to the side Falcons yeah, thrown to the side Widow the side. all these guys and while this is all going on Wanda has finally started using her powers towards the mind gem and I think it's the line before she just does it from Vision not going to be completely accurate with the way I'm saying this he's like You could never hurt me. I will only ever feel you. Yeah,
1: yeah. And uh, that's exactly what he says. And then it's whenever she's working on that and
0: Thanos is coming closer and she's having to protect herself. Before even that, um, Cap is the last guy to fall. And this is, I thought this was quite interesting, was that everybody was wondering in the trailer because this is again, that CGI trickery coming Mm -hmm. into play uh, when we saw Steve in the trailers holding the gauntlet they made it look like there was only two stones in yeah. it. So you thought, oh, this is earlier in the movie, but still, how the hell is Steve Rogers holding back Thanos with two mm-hmm. uh, infinity stones in his gauntlet? Steve Rogers was holding Thanos back for a short period of time, yes, yeah. but he was holding Thanos back with five flipping infinity stones mm-hmm. in that uh, in that gauntlet. That's, that's some going, but as you mentioned, even Captain America Falls... And you get that kind of power going in both directions Yeah. from Wanda. And then we think that they've finally done it. Yeah. And it again, is. as I mentioned, flipping idiot Alan here got sucked straight in again thinking, oh, this is a nice twist. One stone's destroyed. I wonder will this play into the sequel or whatever. Yeah. But no. No, it's
1: the reality stone's brought back, or the time stone, and then he brings, reverses it, and then he just rips it out of Vision's head, and there's just a big gash and he his head. And he hits the dirt, and yeah.
0: is to the
1: Yeah, so this is whenever we then see Thor arrive down, whenever he's put the final stone on, Thor arrives down and then <laughs> stabs him right in the chest. Which this, that, Thanos, was,
0: that was awesome.
1: To which Thanos is trying to speak, and Thor is like holding his head. And was like what? Oh, is yes, it like? yes, 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 yes. He's like, You should have gone
0: for the head.
1: And then he clicks his fingers. And then, did you notice once he clicked his fingers that
0: the, gaunt, the gauntlet all went all like black? Uh, it, it almost was like circuits fried and stuff yeah. like that that uh-huh. you would see. And you very quickly get this shot of Thanos. I think it's very much like back when uh, you got the Soul Stone kind of like this water area yes, where that mountain yeah. is, and you see the same sort but of the, this, ga- gate or archway that this was on Gamora's it, home planet. This is when he says, because
1: Gamora says... Like, young, young Gamora that. Yeah, I was like, did you do it? And he, yes, what did it cost you? Everything. And then you see the sun in the background, which is what he wanted was mm. to see the sunset. Obviously, we see him later on then, you know, like venturing out of somewhere and he's seeing the sun with kind of like a smirk on his face. But then, but you
0: you still think at that moment he's maybe still feeling his injuries just a bit? Yeah, I
1: think whenever you see him, he's still holding on to his chest. He's not in as bad shape because, to be fair, he had the axe side of Stormbreaker square in his chest. Yeah, but I think that he still is feeling that. I think this is him coming towards maybe his final moments because he's seeing... Do you think there could be regret? He has completed what he wants to do. So So now what? So not like like this is like whenever you know you know like you're a professional footballer and you've won every single accolade that there is. What more of you to win? What
0: next? What next after that? But we are uh, kind of bouncing about again. But as this has happened, as soon as the fingers have been snapped, yeah, we get that moment with Gamora. But then we immediately flash back, and he's still there. He's still in the forest with the Avengers. You see the glove, the gauntlet, even messed up. But he teleports away.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then now everything... Captain, yeah, Captain America says, where did he go? Everything hits the fan. Because yeah. at this point you're thinking, right, we've had a few deaths. Mm-hmm. But if you it up for being the big movie ten odd years in the making, you're like, right, you have gotten out of here with, you know, maybe three or four. Not even, No, not even four. Speaking of three which... Three million deaths.
1: Speaking of which, if you... If you go with this, there is actually 10 deaths. So they Smart must go... Per because per year. If you look at the banner, whenever they do it at the start, it says 10 Studios, Marlis, Studios yeah. and Studios says 10. But, because you have Bucky, Drax, Groot, Mantis, Wanda, Parker, Star-Lord, Doctor Strange, Black Panther, Falcon, 10. 10 people fade from existence. They become dust. And then you mentioned 10 survivors as well, which are banner Banner, Nebula, Stark, Rogers, Thor, Widow, War Machine, Rocket, Akome and Mbaku. Acolyte and Mbaku, which, which are ten. Um, that's
0: interesting. Mm-hmm. That it, is interesting. It's only
1: whenever you said that, and then I looked, and then I saw that it was ten
0: of eight, ten I survivors, know. ten. But yeah, we see half of the team near is dead, mm-hmm. so they are a couple throughout the movie, and then a good chunk of them here at the end. <sighs> And again, this is where I thought, oh, one of the big boys is yeah. going to grab. Because there's a shot here, and it's a really strong shot after the vast majority of people who have faded away have faded away. Mm-hmm. It's Steve Rogers has hit the dirt. You know, he went to the ground basically in shock and horror yeah. of what's been happening. And you just see him go kind of like. I don't does he say something about it's like i don't a, feel good or oh no it's or, like, or something it's like, 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 like oh there's oh something no. it's negative it's like oh no because it's almost like I've seen this before kind yeah. of thing or I don't feel good or there's something I don't mm-hmm. feel right or whatever and I thought it was just the way the camera was panning and looking I thought or we're just going to get see him just go yeah and but, fade away but we didn't yeah um but it's interesting who's still left in the game mm mm-hmm. um Let's just say a fair few folks in the uh, Team Tony camp of this movie are gone. Yeah. Basically, everyone bar Tony and Nebula yep. are done. And I wonder, is Nebula partly there because she's quite machine? You see, I was thinking
1: it's either something to do with machine or something to do with stuff that they've been injected with. Mm. Because if you think Captain America has had this serum. Now, obviously, Black Panther... ...had something that he inhaled. He wasn't injected with stuff. The herb, yeah. Banner obviously had the Gamma Ray. Widow had stuff whenever she was... Training. Yeah, whenever she got... um, What's the word for it? Indoctrinated. Into the the Black Widow. Something like that. You have War Machine. He has stuff going on with his legs. Mm. Robotic stuff. Banner's
0: obviously in the suit as well as... Which obviously acts as that. Argument could be made though Dr. Strange fades away... ...and he... Went with the mystical arts to you know heal himself, and he mm, faded away. True, so I wouldn't maybe look into that too much. But
1: um, and then Rocket, he's obviously machine as well.
0: He's yeah, more machine oh, then Rabbit. But yeah, it's just Tony and Nebula left on Titan. So this is where I my suspicions for the sequel are looking like it. They probably will follow the comics, and that I think Nebula is going to have a key part. And getting the gauntlet or something like that, like in the comics. Mm-hmm. But it's only... Really, the ones that are alive are our OG mm-hmm. original crew yep. of Avengers. I have a perfect way of summing this up
1: whenever we've finished. And I don't want to say it now, but I've got the perfect way to sum this
0: up whenever... Well, you can say it shortly then, because we're pretty much here, so we are when it comes to the tail end. But... It ends with that shot, as you mentioned, mm-hmm. of Thanos just looking out. Wherever he is, whether it's on Earth or whether it's another planet, it looked a wee bit different um, over that sunset. And boom, that's when the, yeah, credits, when the credits hit. Go, yeah. I have never heard a cinema more silent mm-hmm. when the credits hit. And I just ter- I just turned to you and was like, fair play. Yeah. You, you've you been used to years with these superhero movies. Years of uh, the bad guy did all this bad stuff but it's alright. We've got our happy moment in the end. The good guy's won. Yeah, And it's almost been built up like this that you come to expect it. But for once the bad guy has triumphed. Mm-hmm. And I know, yes, that's going to play into the fact that really this was originally planned as part one and part two and they've got it it's just three and four now but it's going to play into one another but we have officially ended this movie and we have a year's wait to find mm-hmm. out just what the heck happens this
1: is in this, this isn't me what I need to say but this is essentially their Empire Strikes Back where this exactly ends, what I was thinking this ends on a real diner, and yeah. then your heroes have gone you don't know where uh, hands in carbonate you don't know where that your yeah, house yeah. is you know like and you know, like Leia and Luke are together, and you know, like he's fought his dad, and he knows his dad now, and all of them like this. So, you don't know how they're going to get back from this because whenever you look at Age Ultron, and whenever they're flying to the safe house, and um, I think it's Captain America says like we've been hit. You know, like we've been hit really hard, and it's going to take a while to shake it off. And if that's whenever a robot has done that and then you've got this guy who has effectively not just hit them he's hit them and he's killed them yep as well and like how do you bounce from back that because Captain America is obviously close to Sam and you've got you know like these characters who are left have strong relationships with the ones who have gone Rocket obviously and Groot
0: you don't have Wanda or Vision there anymore um Black Panther faded away, and he was helping Okoye up, saying, yeah. "This is not the place to exactly. die today." And then you've he got away. you've got War Machine with Falcon Looking as well. For Falcon, you've yeah. got all the Guardians have gone. gone. That's that's that is the crazy thing. Someone out of this is so there's only yes, she's kind of a, a side Guardian yeah. because she's an antihero, but you've only got Nebula and Rocket and Rocket yeah. out of the Guardians. All the other boys are gone.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: which is crazy. But you said the one that was the most. Oh um, yes, the most, the most heart-wrenching for me, and we didn't even mention him there, Bart. You quickly running through your list. It's Peter Parker's death. Mm-hmm. This really actually hit me. Yeah. When this was happened, and credit <coughs> credit the Robert Downey Jr. and Tom Holland here mm-hmm. because you'd had your suspicions. I think this was one of your very early predictions when the, that kind of that first proper teaser trailer came out for this mm-hmm. that you saw Tony kind of with his hands in front of him. One was, like, covered in blood and stuff like that. Um, Wasn't exactly him holding somebody's hand. Yeah. But he was just out of this moment where um, Peter turns to him and he says, I'm not feeling so good. Yeah. And, you know, Tony's like, oh, come on, kid. You're all right. Come on, stay, you know, stick with me. Here. Yeah. And, you know, you see Peter slowly starting to fade away from his hand and he lies on the ground and Tony's over him, and you get that sort of... I can almost liken it to uh, when David Tennant was regenerating mm-hmm. in Doctor Who, sort of this... The way his voice was, that sort of, I don't want to go. You know, he yeah, was... There was, the, there was the fear of a child,
1: <coughs> you of had, death. You had that, but then once he did that, he kind of looked at Stark and kind of nodded his head as if to say, I'm an Avenger now. Mm. I need to be strong, you know, mm-hmm. kind of thing. And then that's the thing is that whenever... Because um, Tony I, said
0: that to Quill as well. He says, like, head up
1: Will yeah, or something yeah. like that.
0: So, with things like that, but... Tony yeah. really came strong in that final bit, and he has to be. Yeah, because it's
1: basically him and Nebula who he doesn't really know. He hasn't had any interaction really yeah.
0: with her. Because this is the thing, is this... This is as close to his nightmares has he had an Ultron Yeah. when he had that moment when he touched the scepter and he saw everybody lying dead on the ground Mm -hmm. yes in that vision he saw Hulk dead and Widow dead and Captain Captain America and they aren't but the vast majority a good amount Mm -hmm. of their Avengers have perished yeah it's crazy we could talk about this whole (laughs) people dying for ages but we've got two more to talk about lead the way which obviously at the very 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 end of the credits. Of the credits, we have probably one of the best post credit scenes for some time. We have
1: Maria Hill and Nick Fury in a car. Maria Hill has aged dreadfully.
0: Ooh, you're a cruel man. Yeah, so but, but you kinda of start this post credit scene with only hearing their voices first and you're like, Oh, Sam Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. Um but yeah, they're just driving along the street in their car and a car kind of swerves and stops in front of them and you're like what's going on here um and then you get out and have a look and fury's like are they okay and marie hill's like there's nobody there's nobody in it mm-hmm. and then you see this helicopter just like the the kind of ash we've seen yeah. from the avengers disappearing coming out of that helicopter and then it crash landing in a building and sure he's like you know call it in red alert or something like yeah. that mm-hmm. and she goes to do it and she fades away like that and he's like Hill. yeah, and he very realises oh flip stuff's going to go down so he starts to kind of run mm-hmm. and you see him have something in his hand and he realises he's fading away as well but you'd seen just as he was about to fade away he clicks a button
1: yeah and he goes like oh fuck oh, f- f-
0: no <laughs> no he goes oh mother <laughs> Sam Jackson you have to have yeah. him teasing that so you do um, and What he had in his hand falls to the ground. Very, very lucky that uh, it happened to land screen up first. Oh, yes, totally. But yes, very old school pager. And you just see it say sending. And then you see kind of like the loading dots bouncing across the screen going dot, 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 dot. And then you just see the star and then the red, yellow and blue of the outfit of Captain Marvel appear on the pager basically hinting that fury has sent i think it even actually says like distress signal sent or something yeah, like something that like on the that. pager so he has sent a distress signal to carol danvers aka captain marvel
1: one thing about these two going does this play into the role then of phil Coulson coming back you mean in captain marvel I know he's in captain I think I've heard that he's in
0: Captain Marvel, but obviously there is no shield, so to speak. Well, this is something I near went and said this is if you go back everybody and listen to our <sighs> spoiler free review, there's a point where I kind of go no not gonna discuss that moment because it was you were talking about like the release dates, mm-hmm. and then you mentioned oh Captain Marvel's like march twenty nineteen before Avengers Four, yeah, I was right about to say. Oh well that's why that's how that plays in then, the Avengers Four then. Mm. She it'll go through her origin story. Yeah. And then her ending will be her showing up at the start of what would be Avengers Four. Okay. You very know, much like with her, Cap- you're seeing her receive the distress
1: signal. Like very much like in Captain America, wherever at the end you see him with the punch bag as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. So right. So okay. her
0: getting like the distress signal or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I was glad <laughs> I didn't say that. I managed to catch myself. But I'm not sure if that's why Coulson's involved. He's going to be, because Captain Marvel's going to be based in the 90s. Yeah. He can be back, no bother. Yeah. But, um, of course, he's still alive in the Agents of Shield TV yeah. show. Mind, I haven't watched the recent series. I've watched up to season four. I've still to watch any of season five. I'm just saving it for when it's all done and dusted. And I'll, I'll binge watch that sometime. But I would like to see them, like, pull, because they're low in numbers, like, pull Coulson back in and stuff mm. like that. Imagine if they called in like uh, Chloe Bennett's Quaker or something like that from Agents of Shield, just or something or the the TV guys Daredevil one yep, exactly.
1: Stuff. You've got the Defenders there. You could. I utilise. think we're getting. I think we're getting overly oh, yeah, yeah, hopeful, like.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, don't think we'll see that, but it would be cool. Um, but yeah, that was the tease I was hoping for. Now, don't get me wrong, I was really hoping to see her mm-hmm. because I'm just dying to see how. What they go for hair wise or yeah. whatever for because um, you know will they go for the kind of mohawk look that she has or will they keep her just her regular hair? I know she in the shots that yeah, i like the movie really she's like got bob the of her hair. she's got the very nineties look yeah but that's because she's still in the nineties now yeah she, it's the Rachel Friends look no oh. <laughs> so it nothing is nothing wrong with that um. But I wonder, will she show up looking the complete and utter badass Captain Marvel with like the shaved sides yeah. and the kind of mohawk going on? Or will she even have the mask? Um, we shall see. I was hoping to see her, but I was more than happy that we got that nod. Yeah. Of, right, Captain, Captain Marvel's incoming here, mm-hmm. folks.
1: It'd be interesting to see what the, the end of Ant-Man and
0: Wasp brings. Mm. If it ties into anything. I'm wondering... Will we even get a post-credits in Ant-Man? I know it's the dumb thing now, but I have heard talk of them saying we don't necessarily have to do it in every movie now, maybe, but because, obviously, Ant-Man and the Watch is going to be based in the run-up to Infinity War, so yeah. what What new could they potentially show us? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, I could see them doing something for fun anyway, really, so good, but yeah thoroughly enjoyable time I think it's fair to say Chris yes yeah? I would say so it's actually one of those movies that
1: you come out of and you kind of want to see it again yeah you know you immediately think when's the next time I can see this yeah you know, and that's the, that's the thing about it is that
0: it leaves you wanting more but it leaves you wanting to watch it more too so exactly um exactly you genuinely can turn around and say at this moment in time yes I have my theories as to where it could go mm-hmm but genuinely you can say you have no categorical idea. Yeah, you had no theories of where
1: this movie went to mm-hmm. rather than where the next one will go to because they kind of just went, here's a little thing and here's a little trailer to show you those all together mm-hmm. and then here's the film which doesn't show any of this. Yeah. You know, so...
0: But um, shall we give it a rating?
1: uh How, yeah.
0: you, how you feel at the moment out of
1: 10? I would say... I would say a high nine, it's
0: high nines, like 9.5. Right, okay. Yeah, I would say that. I'm probably going to go at the moment. See, I'm trying to weigh up my other rankings, you see, mm-hmm. in my top ten. I'm probably going to go... 8.5-ish. Oh, right, okay. So, so I'm, I'm just... That's purely weighing up on my other rankings of the other movies yeah. right now. 9.5, um, 9.6, 9.7, consider- 9. Considering I said in... Where this slots in, yeah, my MCU and the spoiler free talk, um, sort of around fourth behind like Civil War at the moment, yeah. I rank Civil War as sort of a 4.25, 4.5 star movie, okay. So I kind of can't go. It is harder whenever you try and rank them like that, you know. You know if I so. ra- if I rank that close to a nine, yeah, and I feel this is maybe just behind that at the moment, I can't go higher than what yeah. I am, but it is very likely, as I said in that last episode there, I can go and see this again. And it will very much likely, I'd say, jump up to that sort of nine, nine and a bit yeah. front. So uh, um still doesn't touch the original Avengers for me. There's just something about that original oh, no. Avengers. Yeah, no, yeah, but, I totally agree there. But this is just this. It's a different kettle of fish. Mm-hmm. So it does. So yeah, nine and a bit from you. Yep. Eight and a bit from me. I think that's a pretty good score overall, everybody. But I hope we haven't rambled too much for you today. Um, It was nice to vent all of this with you, Chris. Yes, it was. Uh, Nice to get it off my chest, venting with vent. It's one of those things that you just need to talk about it after going to see it. Uh, So we all hope here that uh, anybody that's listening has someone they can go and talk to about Mm -hmm. all this. I know I'm talking about this like I'm an agony or something yeah, like mm-hmm. that but it's one of those movies you do need to talk to someone about it because there's just so much happens Yeah, and you just need to compute it a bit. But thanks for listening everybody. Drop us a tweet with what you thought mm-hmm. about all this madness.
1: But don't spoil it for people just write what you thought. Yes. You don't need to go into specifics or anything if you want to do that. Send us a DM and do it that way. Don't yeah, speak and we'll read it out in the
0: next episode. It'll be spoiler for people who may have not seen it because. Thanos it's demands we're... your silence. Yes, it does. But yes, at RetroShockPod, at Alan G W Price, at vinto 316 we very much look forward to hearing from you and your opinions. Um, but yeah, we will uh, see you next time. But before we go, this is
1: how we're going to close out the show because. Um, in, I, in memoriam <laughs> I want you I want you uh, once I finish saying this here I want the episode to end I don't want it I just want the music Captain America and Iron Man are still not on speaking terms